right, we're back with another player profile and projection. We got a fun one today. We got Chad Critter King Green, the king of critters. Chad Green doing critters. He's 28 years old, third main season in the Yankees bullpen. I'm excited. We are big Chad Green fans. But first, we got to tell you something else we're big fans of. That's dugout mugs. We've been telling you, go get yourself a collection. I think I got like five. I got two signature series. I got the Yankees NY logo. I got the other logo. What's dugout mugs? Well, they're a company that takes baseball bats, makes them into mugs. Not only baseball, not only mugs. They got like wine glasses. They got uh, bottle openers. The bottle opener. Man, Jake, the bottle opener for this shit. It feels like you're about to break the bottle in half. I, I gotta, I gotta let you hold it at one point. They made it like thick, so like it's like a bat grip, you know. I wouldn't let me hold that. So like it feels like you could break the bottle, like you unsnapped the cap and you just ripped the whole neck right off the bottle. It feels like you're the strongest guy in the world when you have this. That might be too much power for me. I'll bring um, it to spring training. I'll show you. It's it is. Awesome. Anyway, go to dugoutmugs.online slash talking yanks and you can see the entire Yankees collection. You can see a video of my ugly mug and you can see a talking yanks one. Custom talking yanks one that you get for like I think it's twenty dollars off the twenty the talking yanks one. So go rep the pod and then get a bunch and put them on your shelves because they're sponsoring the PPPs in this episode and all the future daily episodes. And we appreciate them. And we appreciate you guys want to hook you up with some cool shit. Dugout Speaking. mugs. Speaking of Chad cool Green, shit. a year ago today, Chad Green on his PPP, we gave him the unfortunate nickname uh, Critter, Critter shit, the Critter King, King of the King of Critters, uh, which we don't know if he likes. He well, he probably doesn't like it. Yeah, we think we think those reports came back and were like, hey, not so much. Um, yeah, no, it isn't. Doesn't really like critters. Well, whatever. Talk, talk about Sir Chadwick, Jim. Tell the people. Chad Green came into the scene in 2017 and blew everyone away. 72 innings pitched, 63 appearances, 2.50 ERA was like a phenomenal, phenomenal bullpen weapon. 2000, oh, that was his 2018 numbers. I apologize. 2017, he had a 1.83 ERA in 52 appearances. 2018, he had a 2.5 ERA with 63 appearances. Now, 2017 Chad Green was one of the better debut seasons from a bullpen guy. It was fun. It was electric. He was our little secret. Other team was like, what's this guy got? And like fastballs right down your fucking gullet, dude. Deal with it. David Cohn explained his fastballs. Got a little jackrabbit on it. Because mm. he's got the, the uh, what's it called? Spin rate. Spin rate. He's a quiet assassin. Release point. He's still in the bullpen, and now he's got a bunch of guys loaded around him. Last year, he came into the season. He had Chapman, Batances, D-Rob, and then it was Canely, then him, right? Yeah. Now it's Chapman, Batances, Britton, Adovino, him. Yeah, it's going to be... Him and Adovino is going to be the interesting one because the other guys just have these huge resumes that Chad can't really wrestle with right now. But, man, Chad Green's been so good to us that, I mean, if Adovino doesn't get to a hot start, I mean, Yankees Nation is is already really endeared to Chad. I mean, he wasn't as great as he was last year, but I'm not going to sit here and complain about a 2-5 ERA over 75 innings. 
No. I pulled up the stats because you know that I, I don't. For you reli- judge relievers a little differently. I think, I think, yeah, I think looking at a reliever's ERA is stupid. I think it's really dumb. I think it tells nothing of the story of how a reliever is. That's uh, like looking at a trash can to see how good a restaurant is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the Nationals had some reliever last year. I can't think of his name right now. Who had a terrible ERA. And I was live on Periscope, and I was like, look, I was like, what? This is their eighth inning, guys. ERA is terrible. And I looked up his game log, and he had one game where he gave up four runs, and everything else was zero runs. And I was like, okay, well, that's why reliever ERA is the dumbest thing in the world. It makes yeah. no sense. So, Jake, I mean, I like, I, I did Chad Green's. The percentage right. of times he came into a game and gave up a run. Sometimes right. the runs don't even hurt you, but I'll just do that. Right. So, in in 52 appearances in 2017, he had 10 where he gave up a run. That's 18%. In 2018, in 63 appearances, he had 13 where he gave up a run or more. That's three appearances. Okay. Teams did start just jumping on his fastball last year. And he changed his secondary pitch. It used to be a curve in 2017. And then halfway through the season last year in Boston, we saw him go back to his changeup which we have an inside scoop. Yankees said Yankees had told him to scrap the changeup when they sent him to the bullpen. So he just needed two pitches. They were like the curve and the fastball. It worked for 2017, but he liked his changeup more than his curve. And finally, he just said, I, I'm just going to go back to the change because he had no confidence in the curve. That's got to be a pretty sucky feeling, right? Being told not to throw a pitch that you like? Yeah. Yeah, some, some prospect... For the Yankees, that's on the Chicago, that's with the White Sox, and I was asked the difference of the organizations, and he said the Yankees, the Yankees wanted me to learn a splitter, and they didn't want me to throw something else. Basically, the Yankees were controlling what I was throwing, and I was I had to throw stuff I didn't have confidence in. Right, but which is so. a really interesting dynamic. Yeah, I mean, here, here's what it is: in in 69 innings in 2017, he struck out 103 guys, um, and only gave up four home runs. In 2018, he pitched six more innings. He gave up five more homers, and he had less strikeouts in those in those innings. So, I mean, we clearly saw, I don't know if you want to call it regression. I don't know if you want to call it a second time through the league. Um, I think the biggest I think the biggest thing there, Jim, that you and I both agreed on was there was just the days you'd see Chad Green go out and he'd be up against a good hitter. And they could just follow off that cutter. And they they were doing the baseball version of like, dude, I'll do this all day. Like, throw me something I can hit. And like, those are tough to see because you can't pull a pitcher then. <laughs> like, that's yeah. not how baseball works. But there's definitely times where like, in 2017, it always felt like Chad Green was in control. In 2018, it felt like you could feel the at-bats that were coming. You're like, oh, I, Chad doesn't have this dude's number today. I, I, I'm totally going on scouting report. And second time around. Yeah. I don't think, I think he had to, to change and go to, to the change up and everything. I think second time around the league, they were like, in 2017, he was a rookie, basically. And no one was prepping for Chad Green out of the pen. They were prepping for Batances, Chapman, D-Rob. And in 2018, like, all right, what's this guy got? And he's like, well, if you can get his fastball, wait for his fastball. So then they knew. Like and it's quick, it sneaks up on you. So I think yeah. it was a bit of that. Uh, 
he also he's got quotes that I wrote down here that I want to share because I thought it was a good insight that he gave a reporter middle of the season. He sure. said, uh, "It's a way different role this year. I was throwing multiple innings every time out and throwing twice a week in 2017. This year, it's more often. Obviously, I'm trying to command the ball a little bit better and work on my secondary pitches to try and get more consistent. The past three weeks or so, they're getting some hits that maybe were right at people before." Uh, he said, my role has changed of late because of the four guys at the back of the pen and somebody's got to throw the other innings. But he went on to say, I have no problem with how they're using me. You've still got to pitch regardless of the situation. But I think it is different. He was a starting pitcher in the minor leagues and he had a bunch of starts in 2016 with the Yankees. And then he goes to the bullpen, whole new world. But Girardi was very good at using him in 2017 and he knew, okay, I need you two innings here. And then in three days, I'm going to eat two innings again. And that was basically what he did in 2017. Like, like it was somewhat of a schedule. You, you remember, he was, who was he piggybacking? He was piggybacking off, like, um, Gumby starts or Jaime Garcia, something like that. I forget. But uh, They're Chad Green days. Yeah, yeah. It was like a no, well, Chad Green's going to get two innings today. Yeah. And in 2018, Boone just used him as if he was – your average reliever, your average like every day, one inning here, Swiss reliever, and I think it was it was different. So maybe that was it. But I think mostly people started sitting on that fastball. In the end, it still had a great season. Yeah, and I I thought what was definitely interesting was they they tried as I'll say multiple times on this. The Yankees' goal is to win the World Series, and they they made a clear effort last year that like they found out what the Chad Green weapon was. And they were saving it for the end of the season because, Jim, he pitched, let me see. If you remember, he pitched a 44-pitch appearance uh, September 15th against Toronto. And that was coming off of a 31-pitch appearance where he pitched two innings against Seattle. And it was kind of like they were they were building up Chad Green to the playoffs to see if he's to make him the two-inning weapon Chad Green, which... And again, we, we can talk about the dynamics of the analytics team and Boone and blah, 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 how it all works out. Um, like, again, that's that's just a really tough mindset for baseball. Do you know what I'm saying? Is that is any of that, like, weird or unfair? Just go out and pitch whenever? You got to be ready? I, I just think they clearly, they wanted to go into the postseason with Chad Green ready to throw 50 bullets on a given night but they didn't want him to do that at all in the regular season. And I think, I mean, we, it's not like push came to shove too, too much there, but yeah, have more of a defined role for Chad. Know that, you know, Hey, you haven't pitched in four days, buddy. Like we, we might throw you out there for, for two plus today. I think it, it looked like that worked for Chad earlier. So I don't know. I, I almost said he's the wild card in the bullpen, but he's almost the safest option in the bullpen, which I mean, just sounds like bizarre, kind of con- contracting statements. Last year, I'm looking at his last year in June. Last year, yeah, zero earned runs. Actually, this whole stretch, let's see, this is his best stretch last year. 12 games, 15.1 innings pitched, zero earned runs, nine hits. That was pretty good. That's like, not bad. Like, we remember he had a, we remember it as a worse year, but I think that's just because 2017 was so good. He was still... Very good for us out of the bullpen. I expect him to be very good in the future. And I ex- I think you're right with the Adovino stuff. I think most people see we signed Adovino. Where's he slot in? Some people are asking, is Adovino going to be like 
the two three. Like, no, I mean, Ottavino's with Chad Green. They're competing. They're, they might alternate. Yeah, I, I've got them on on the same starting line to uh, to begin the season. But again, Ottavino starts off rough. I mean, Chad Green's. <laughs> Chad Green's last two years have been really good. I I think we're we're starting to get into some of the numbers to see what we can dig out. But this this guy's age twenty six and twenty seven season has been two one eight ERA in one hundred forty four innings pitched with one hundred ninety seven strikeouts. So uh, the dude's been great. I guess if you want to be negative, you could say he's regressing in the league's catching up. If you want to be positive, this guy's an absolute stud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The most pitches he, he threw were forty-one. Is that what you said? So I've got something. I've I've got something scary that I've been nervous about for doing Chad Green. Okay. Is he the safest bet on the Yankees team? Well, I don't want to give anyone that because last year during PPPs we gave it to Canely, Tommy Canely. That's we why gave, I was scared to do this. We gave him the safest bet, and he wasn't a factor on the team. wasn't even on the team. Yeah. So that's, so no. that's what I'm because in my head, Chad Green is the safest. If he has a tough season, I could see him having a, a 3 2 ERA and it, you don't feel as confident in him. If he's lights out Chad Green again, I'm not shocked. Um, and hey, I, I threw it out there for Paxton casually. How about Mariano Rivera for this guy? Another string bean that throws cutters? Dude, Mariano, yeah. T- yes. Oh, wow. That's, that's my number one. Uh, Mariano is now teaching pitching. Chad should be first up in lessons because he's a fastball reliever. It's a cutter. If Chad can get some of that cut on his pitch, wow, I wish that I could be Chad's parent and like mandate. Like, Chad, you need to go seek Mariano every day. Find the grip. Yeah. Find the release. Like, if I'm Boone or, or Cashman, that's like an assignment. That's, that's yeah. like, you know how... Um, some people go to spring training to work on this pitch or, so, or CC yeah. barely even starts. It's just like, get your arm feeling good. He started, I think he started or appeared in one game last spring training. Chad Green's spring training is shadow Mariano w- one hour each day. Talk about the cutter grip. I really like that. I, I was going 15 minutes, but yeah, like you're Mariano's your a slow talker, dude. Day. Mariano Rivera, like that's one sentence out of him. Okay. Is super slow talker. That's going to be tough. Is there going to be a line to talk to Mariano every day? Yeah. They're just going to come up with their phone and take pictures of his hands. Yankees are going <laughs> to. They might have already done that. There's definitely a Yankees slideshow of Mariano's hand. Like a, a flip book. Laminated flip books of just like his grips. That's interesting. I wonder if there's like a. Like. You know when you be, they, when you become national treasure, you become the president, and you get the secret library of like the history. Right. The Yankees should have a database of every pitcher that's played for them, and just pictures of their grips. And then underneath the grip, it says like pressure point, this finger, release, twist right, or whatever the hell the term is. You know, they need a giant laminated book where you slip in the pictures of all the grips of all the players. I mean, I think we just make this book and you make it a, a coffee table thing. There's got are, are we millionaires? Is there a uh, is there a baseball pitchers grip book? 
There's got to be. Otherwise, yeah, we're millionaires. But, yeah, so nobody steal this idea. But, no, dude, they're all, like, how-to-pitch books. None of them are, like, cool, like, this is how John Smoltz held the ball. This is how Pedro Martinez held the ball. Like, we're we're millionaires, so we're we're done with the PPP. Thanks, guys. This is a lot like our – we had an idea on John Wojcik Radio to buy every – 1920s flapper dress and then sell it December of 2019 because everyone's going to throw flapper parties for bringing in the 20th century. Roaring 20s. The roaring 20s. That was I. That was an idea and I thought, man, that actually is like someone's going to do that and make a lot of money. This coffee table book, if I had the funds to go to every single Yankee X player and just take really high quality pictures of their grips, it's so simple. Yeah. I mean, we're we're millionaires. I hate when we have good ideas that we're not going to execute, but we put them on the show and other people are going to do them. And would you pay for this book? Here's Ron Guidry's hands. This is how he threw his pitches. I've you- already purchased the book and I own the book and I'm a millionaire. <sighs> Fucking. We need to find some. Who's a photographer that follows the team? Sungmin Kim, that guy. Maybe. Uh, all right. Well, Chad, go go hang out with Mariano. What are we looking for from Chad this year? You're looking for runs runs given up in games. Yeah, don't blow games. Yeah. I mean, he's a reliever, so I'm looking, don't come into games. Don't blow the game. This is an obnoxious, I'm, I mean, the home runs and the strikeouts. Uh, incredibly basic. His K rate went down last year, and he gave up more home runs. I'd, I'd like to see those either level out or improve or whatever you want to call it yeah let's uh let's dip below the 18 percent so in 2017 18 percent of the games he appeared in he allowed a run it went up to 20 percent in 2018 in 2019 let's go dip back below 18 yeah all right and no one steal our goddamn idea no one steal our fucking coffee table book idea because that's such a good idea if you're a photographer i mean i talk to us Man, that's such a good idea. Yankees grips. Dude, it doesn't even have to be Yankees, dude. You could do the whole league. Get a grip with the New York Yankees. And the, Stop and the rest doing of, Yankees. Don't well, box me in like that. And the rest of the league. Dude, you could do a new book every year and you get one player from each team. Pitching grips. Get a grip. Yeah, I already said that one. You said Yankees. Yeah, you no, know, okay. Good. All right, we got it. There you go. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back uh, with uh, another episode tomorrow.